Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I'm joined by Phoenix from Fangirl Wrestling. Hey! So, uh, Phoenix, thanks for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. This is my first time being on someone else's podcast. I'm hype. Awesome. I'm glad that uh, you decided to be my first on my show. So, um, tell us a little bit about your podcast that you run. Okay, so my podcast is very, very new. It's still a baby, but it's called Fangirling with Phoenix. And I've been wanting to start a a podcast for like a while now. So uh, my podcast is basically um, just me kind of like talking trash. (laughs) And I'm also like, I write uh, wrestling fan fiction. So I talk about like wrestling fan fiction on my podcast. I talk about... um, ratchet stuff and just being a fan because I feel like there's not a lot of like um black female podcasters uh for wrestling so and shout out to the ones that do do it but like I wanted to like start one because I just like to be raw and uncut and just talk about my love for wrestling because I've been a fan forever so yes and um you guys can follow me at fgw phoenix on twitter and i'll follow you back maybe yeah, may- yeah maybe yeah make sure y'all <laughs> do that um she's uh pretty engaging and all and it's um it's always nice supporting you know your wrestling fan podcast you know Thank you. Uh, like just like you you know I don't, i've been a big fan for years and you know i started my podcast just because i want to you know you know, express my feelings and give my opinions on what's going on and like that. And it's, it's, uh, it's really fun doing that. Right, right. So today, you know, lately, um, everyone's been talking about like PWI 500. So we do still have a few (laughs) more months in 2019. So, I mean, our opinions can and probably will change a little bit from now until then. But I figured why not, you know, talk about it and do our top three because obviously we're not going to do our top 500 we'll be talking about that forever yeah so we're going to talk about our top three male and female wrestlers strictly in nxt and wwe um unfortunately like i don't follow as (laughs) promotions to really (laughs) add you know enough names in there right i know you follow you know the independent circuit a little bit i'm not too familiar how you know your knowledge with aew or impact and all that is so i figured just to make it simple we'll just talk about the top three for nxt and wwe so we're going to start off with the women starting with your number three who do you have on your list okay uh i didn't want to put her (laughs) but i'm not gonna be a hater um I'm definitely going to put Becky Lynch as my number three because um, I really got behind her uh, when she did like her heel turn and when Nia Jax broke her nose, I was like super behind her because I liked the way she like flipped it. And I don't know, like I just like everything um, that she was doing because like the women's division was a little stale at the time. And my girl Sasha wasn't really... um, I'm just talking like I know Sasha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sasha wasn't really, like, doing that much at the time. I think she was, like, losing a lot, and that was getting frustrated. So I, like, really got behind Becky Lynch and was so hype um, uh, when she had the whole uh, storyline with her, Charlotte, and Ronda Rousey. And I really liked the whole Raw before uh, Mania. That was crazy. Like, 
Wasn't that the one where they were all three getting arrested and fighting? Yes, yes. that was, yo, I have so many When Charlotte kicked Rhonda in the head, that was awesome. Oh my gosh, it was so, it was just so crazy. Like, I was literally, like, sugar the whole time. Like, that was just, like, yes. Um, So, yeah, like, that whole, like, storyline, even though I was kind of at first, like, irritated that Charlotte had somehow jumped into it or whatever, but, um, yeah, I was I was hyped for Becky, and um, I think she's been doing a great job. I don't like that she was talking trash because I got to censor myself talking trash about Sasha, but I really like how this is building up. Mm-hmm. Um, before Sasha came back, like the little uh, interview she did with somebody saying like uh, Sasha had ran off, and you know she, threw, she was whining, complaining. She threw some shots at her on uh, Twitter as well. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, I really think that she's like in the top three um, because she's really like brought more eyes to the women's division lately. And like more people have gotten behind her like organically without like her being like shoved down our throat. So that's why she's number three for me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like it's hard to do a top three and not have Becky a part of it. I mean, she was that's true main event in WrestleMania. She was Becky two belt. She's accomplished a lot, so it's like it's almost impossible, like her or not, not to have her. Right. Videos. I agree. I so agree with that. I still like her. It's just that like my love for love for her has grown so strong, and then Sasha came back, so it was kind of like, oh, you're my side chick. Like, yeah. Bye. <laughs> like you're not the main anymore. Like go in your place. Nope. <laughs> so yeah, that's why. Um, but yeah, I think Becky is still like she's still like on point. But I really want Sasha to win. But we'll we'll talk about Sasha later. Obviously. Yes, we will. I'm sure one of us has her on our <laughs> list. Right. All right. Who do you have for number two now? Okay. So it's kind of a bias, but I'm going to say Bianca Belair because I feel like she's only been wrestling for, I want to say, three years. And, like, her match um, – I was about to say WrestleMania. Mm. Her match at TakeOver was, like, really good. And I was sad that she lost. But it was, like, dang, that really, like, brought her up, like, another notch. And I really think that um, I'm excited that she has a title match. Is it next week on the 18th for uh, NXT? It's, like, her. It is. um, I think it is on the 18th next week. Yeah, it's not a title match. It's a number one contender match. Right. Sorry. Number one contender match. So, yeah, that's what it is. So, I really hope that she wins because I think that it's time for somebody else to be the NXT Women's Champion. Um, Even though though I don't like uh, Shayna, I think that she's been doing a good job as, like, an unstoppable heel. But I kind of want her to be stopped by Bianca Belair. Um, I think Bianca has really grown, like, as far as, like, on the mic. Um, She's obviously beautiful. Like, oh, my gosh. She's so freaking beautiful. Um, She, like, definitely has, like, the look, the body. Um, She can talk so much trash on the mic. And she's a really good wrestler, too. So, and to only be wrestling for, like, three years, I really think that she's freaking impressive. So, yeah, that's that's the thing with Bianca. Like, she hasn't, you know, she wasn't someone from the independent circuit. Like, she came right. as just uh, an athlete. And in time, she's gotten so good. And I, I remember, like, I would first see her on TV, and I was like, she's okay. She has a cool look. And then just after seeing her more and more, she just, she's kept getting better and progressing. Yeah. Like, 
you can tell like she takes this seriously she's not like you know one of those like like an Eva Marie for example like this hot <laughs> oh model who comes in and mm-hmm. just does this just because it's a job and all that like right he really cares about the business and wants to you know accomplish a lot like this means a lot to her and it's not just her in-ring skills her character like she is so on point every time she mm-hmm. comes out there like mm-hmm. when she steps out you know from the back and she's coming down the ramp it's all about business and all about that yeah. character and I love it like I remember um she had a dark match against Dakota Kai at a takeover mm-hmm. last year and it was one of the dark matches that they put on the network the next week and Dakota Kai came out there you can clearly tell like she was just so happy and just was in the moment but Bianca comes out right after her and in her character just like taking it so seriously like mm-hmm. you could tell that she was happy to be out there but she was you know focusing on her character and on and that and that's like my thing is like I love that character and I like I don't know where they're gonna go with NXT now that it's gonna be on the um, <laughs> it's gonna be live on uh, right. USA. Is it gonna be its own separate brand? Because I was always saying like when Bianca comes up to the main roster, which NXT might be considered main roster now, but I felt like she had a really good chance to succeed because she's the full package. She has the look, mm-hmm. the skills, the gimmick, the character. And I definitely see her being a women's champion one day. Me too. Yeah. You, oh my God, everything you said is just so on point because the girl has just progressed so quickly and mm-hmm. just done it like with so much grace. So, yeah, you I can just tell love it's, it's, her. You know, like, like at the end of the day, it's like you have it or you don't. And you can just yeah. tell she has it. Yeah. That, that's so true. You either have it or you don't. And she has it. Like, just so, it's so refreshing to see somebody like that. Um, and then also like, sometimes when, when they do like black female characters, they kind of do it kind of like stereotypish sort of kind of, but hers doesn't seem like that. It seems like, I mean, she got a little like sass to her, but it's, it's I like the way that it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the way it's done. Yeah. So now to your number one. I'm curious what this will be. <laughs> this is such a hard decision. Um, <laughs> no, this is easy. Obviously, it's Fashion Bakes. Um, surprise, surprise. Everybody knows that my number will be Sasha Bakes. Um, I was really, um, I was really excited when she became um, half of the tag team uh, champions with uh, Bailey. Um, but then I was sad that they lost <laughs> Mania. Yeah, that and was a pretty was, big disappointment. I was really, like, bummed out. Like, it was, like, like, why? Like, it was just really, like, sad. But then it was, like, I do like the Iconics, but, like, I like Sasha. I, at the time, I didn't like Bailey, but, like, um, I really like Sasha. So, like, anything with her, I'm going to be, like, behind her. Like, I have a Sasha jacket, like. I just love her so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like she, it was just so sad to like, kind of like see her constantly like lose. Mm-hmm. So like then when she like went missing um, for like months at a time and just everybody like speculating on the internet, like what's going to happen? Is she going to AEW? Like whatever. But I mean, like I said on like my podcast, like I didn't want her to go to AEW because it's like, she has so much to accomplish and she's only like 27 years old. So like, she's still very young. I think so she's she younger has, than like, that. Maybe mm-mm, she's, I, I know she's 27 years old. She's 27 years old. <laughs> yeah. She's so young. Up. So 
She is. Oh, you gonna uh, fact check me? Well, I'm just kidding. I could have swore she was younger because I know she was like. Tw- well, maybe you're right because I remember she was like 22 or 23 when she, no, she uh, first got. She's 27, mm-hmm. right? Duh. I'm a Sasha Banks stand. Come on now. Duh. Um, but yeah, so I just I don't know. Like I just was kind of disappointed, but then like um, as far as like AEW, I was just like, no, that's not the right move because this is not even about AEW, but like they their women's division is just not even like really existent at this time. I mean, they have people, but it's like kind of bland in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not really interested in what they have going on for women. But um, I don't know. Just the way that it was done, like her like returning, was just so like on point and so unexpected. It was. And like just her like you know going out there, you know hugging the kids and stuff, and then like snatching her wig off on TV. I was like, what? Like, I remember. What? I did not see- Something Ooh. looked off about her hair. I'm like, it doesn't look like she really did her hair well. Like she's returning it, and then you know, you come to find out it's just right. Be- you- <laughs> yeah. So yeah, her hair. Like I was just kind of like, why would she come back looking like that? Because it, it looked off. But mm-hmm. then like when she like you know, uh, attacked Natty in the snatch her wig, I was just like shook up. Like girl, yes, like. <sighs> I was like literally screaming because like I fell asleep that night because uh-huh. I just was tired. But like I like woke up at like three o'clock and like looked on like Twitter and social media and stuff and saw it and I was just like, oh my god, like this has happened. So I yeah. love it. I really hope that they continue to like push her, you know, especially like with the four horsemen being like the, you know, getting the biggest push right now. Mm-hmm. I just hope that they continue to be behind them and specifically Sasha and just let her have the reign that she deserves, you know? That's yeah, exactly right. Cause like, she's never properly been booked since coming to WWE. Um, her, she was booked perfectly in NXT, but when she came to the main roster, she was doing the team bad thing. But like the issue is they brought Charlotte and Becky up. So, you know, they gave the spotlight immediately to Charlotte. So mm-hmm. she was kind of just pushed off to the side as team, you know, with team batting. But the fans wanted Sasha. They were chanting, we were oh Sasha all the yes. time. Mm-hmm. And then the thing that sucks is WWE is really funny with, you know, heel characters. And all. If fans are chanting for a heel, they turn them face. And that's kind of where they went wrong with um, Sasha. They turned her face. And it was still fine. I mean, I'm such a big Sasha fan, I didn't care. But then when they, you know, actually put her in the title picture, she was constantly hot potato in that um, title with Charlotte. And Mm -hmm. she never officially got, like, a a title reign more than, like, 20-something days. Right. She deserves a good, like, to me, I want her to hold that for, like, a year. Yeah, and successfully defend it, too. Yes, And retain, and retain. She's never done it. Her only title defense on the main roster successfully was with Bailey at Elimination Chamber, I think it was. No, it was at Fastlane, I think. Right before WrestleMania, they defended against Nia and um, Tamina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, she she definitely deserves a lot better but when she returned like you weren't um following me on twitter at the time but oh my god my fate or my twitter just blew up nothing but sasha yeah i literally got up like a little kid and like (laughs) my toes and all but it was it was a great moment because it really surprised me i was expecting her to come back but i was expecting it to be like a segment with becky or bailey Mm -hmm. not natalia Mm -hmm. so they kind of caught uh caught me off guard there 
Yeah, I didn't see that coming either. And but um, I, I loved it. Yeah, I loved Every it moment. too. I just yeah. kind of wish that they would have carried, you know, the rivalry with Natty a little longer. Mm. At first, I thought this, this was just a one-time thing, just to build up to with Becky. Mm-hmm. And then they continued the feud with her and Natty. I'm like, this is actually a pretty good feud. Let's, you know, see this carry on to um, Clash of Champions because mm-hmm. my biggest fear is they're not going to take the title off Becky this Sunday because Becky is on the cover of 2K20, which comes out next mm-hmm. month. So you would think they're probably going to keep the title on her mm-hmm. until then. But I don't want to see Sasha come back, turn heel, all this momentum and lose. Even if they do something stupid where it's like a DQ or... <laughs> that's what I was just thinking of. Yeah, that's yeah. what they're probably going to do. It's going to be like a, some kind of DQ or double count mm-hmm. or something silly to kind of, you know, protect them both. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But I'm we'll kind of nervous. This- I'm nervous. So. I'm, so I'm nervous, but I'm, I'm like, excited. At <laughs> yeah. least it's not a predictable match. You know, when you're watching a match and you really don't know where they're going to go with it, that does give you that excitement factor. Yeah. So it, it'll be a, be a fan. Fun. Yes, yeah. it lets you be a fan again. Yeah. So now with my top three list for the women, my number three, and I and I wanted to have at least one person from NXT on both lists. So I got Shayna Baszler. Now I'm not gonna lie, she's not my favorite. You know, I love you know, I, I love my um Lacey Lane, Candice LeRae, EO, yeah. Bianca more than her, but Shayna Baszler, she is very underrated, honestly, you know, and a lot of people, you know, if you don't watch NXT, you're probably not gonna really know about her, but she yeah. entered 2019 as NXT women's champion and she still holds that title. She's been NXT Women's Champion for almost a year now. I think she won it back in, like, November last year. Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she's just been so dominant. And the thing I like about her is her matches feel like more of a fight rather than a wrestling match because of her, yeah. year, her MMA background. Yeah. But she's literally gone through Mia Yim, Bianca, EO, um, <laughs> Kyrie Sane. Everybody. Yeah, she's gone through everybody. and. Even, like, you know, as of, you know, last year, she went through Ember as well. Like, she's dominated everyone. and You've got yeah. to give her kudos for that. And, and Absolutely. She's, she's entertaining, too. I mean, she's not, like, she's not all flashy and all, like, Bianca or Sasha. But, and, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's good on the mic. She's not fantastic, but she just feels so real. That's what I like about it. Kind of like yeah. Brock Lesnar doesn't cut many promos, but when he does talk, it's actually kind of – interesting because he's so real like when when, <laughs> yeah. when he when he returned back in 2012 he didn't initially have Paul Heyman with them and he, they did like a promo video where he was talking about John Cena and it wasn't you know nothing fancy but he's like yeah screw John Cena I'm gonna make him piss his pants you know I'm gonna f him up and all this kind of stuff. like it just felt mm-hmm. so real and intense and that's what Shayna brings in my opinion but uh yeah you definitely gotta get Shayna kudos absolutely I agree I hate to agree, but I, I agree. <laughs> I, I like her a little bit more now. I found that she's a Minnesota Viking fan, so. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, she's been liking my tweets, so. Mm-hmm. My number two, <laughs> which was uh, your number two as, no, your number one, Sasha Banks, right? Yeah, that your number one. that's yes, my number so one. Sasha is my number two. I would love to have her number one, but um, I think the time, her taking the time off kind of – it hurt her but helped her at okay. the same time but 
Sasha entered 2019 in the feud with Ronda Rousey. So she did enter, you know, this year, you know, doing something big. That match at Royal Rumble versus Ronda, I think, was Ronda's best match. And that is, like, more proof, you know, because I say this all the time. Sasha brings out the best in everyone when she's in that ring. Mm-hmm. She made Ronda Rousey look like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Most of Ronda Rousey's matches have been very one-sided, like her match with yeah. Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Yeah. Sasha, you know, actually allowed um, Ronda to have a good back-and-forth match, and it was really entertaining. But then on top of that, Sasha, you know, a- along with Bailey, became the first-ever women tag team champions. So that mm-hmm. was a really historical moment for Sasha, and just seeing their emotion too at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, you know, so I, I love yeah. Sasha and how she like you can tell how much she cares about the business. But then, like I said, her, you know, after WrestleMania leaving, kind of hurt her, but it helped her because the, the one thing is people were still talking about Sasha. She Absolutely. was one of the most talked about wrestlers in the company, and she wasn't even on TV. Facts, and that just shows how much people really care and like a you know Sasha. When she came back, she immediately made an impact, and she has been the most talked about wrestler ever since coming back. Like everyone was talking about her return when she came back, mm-hmm. and then the next week, everyone's talking about how she uh, told Natty to go to hell. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then I mean, yes. right now people are kind of you know kind of talking about more so Bailey's heel turn, but it was still aligning with Sasha with so, the boss, yes. Mm-hmm. And Sasha is actually giving, you know, she's actually making Becky Lynch look good because when um, Becky won, you know, the both titles at WrestleMania, you know, her feuds after that were kind of boring. You know, like, who, not many people were really interested in, you know, Becky versus Lacey Evans. Yeah, and no. Even that very short feud with Natty was kind of like, I don't even remember it. Yeah, it it, it wasn't really that good. The matches, SummerSlam was pretty good, though, but just, like, nobody wanted those matches. And now that she's in this hot feud with Sasha, you know, they're both on top of the world right now. So Sasha is, once again, making someone else look good. And that's nothing against Becky, too. Like, it was, you know, me losing interest in her after her won the titles was WWE book, and it wasn't Becky. True, true. Sasha is making everyone care about, you know, women's wrestling again, honestly. I agree. And then going to my number one, which was your number three, Becky Lynch. I had to put Becky number one. (laughs) She has done way too much in 2019. She won the Royal Rumble. And it was was really awesome how she did it, too. She uh, took Lana's spot after Lana got injured. So iconic. Mm-hmm. And then leading up to WrestleMania, everyone was talking about her and her storyline. Yes. yes. You know, the, she was doing like kind of like the whole Stone Cold kind of thing, you know, getting arrested and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I did mention, though, after she did win that title at WrestleMania, things did, you know, deflate a little bit for her. Mm-hmm. But considering the fact that she's been Raw Women's Champion for like five months now, she won the Royal Rumble. She's on the cover of, you know, WW2K20. It's it's impossible not to have her at least on the list. I got to give her number one. And that is saying a lot considering, you know, I'm a huge Sasha fan and I would love to have Sasha number one instead. But I have That's to be fine. honest. So, <laughs> I mean, and, and Becky, like, I love Becky. She's extremely talented. You know, she also cares a lot about the business. 
in all and um she's really come you know a long way too because unlike Sasha, yeah. she wasn't she didn't they didn't put a spotlight on her she just organically got good and got over yeah like, like daniel bryant did years ago so mm-hmm. you, know, you gotta give wrestlers like that respect absolutely because i agree I wish, I wish wwe booked her a little bit better like i did not like the whole boyfriend storyline they started doing for in july and that made me not like Seth Rollins, but that's not. It was. It was. Yeah. It was a corny storyline. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. I thought it was. It, I, I didn't like it at all. It's like Becky Lynch is the man, so it's like we don't. I don't really care too much about her personal life and her actual. Yeah. Name. Like, please spare me for that. Exactly. Then, yeah. I want to see her. I would badass. Not yeah. Relationship yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, I, I was just like, oh. And then when Seth lost, wait, didn't Seth lose during their little match? They're like. At Extreme tag- Rules, they did the mixed tag team. They yeah. won, but Lesnar cashed in. Yeah, cashed in. That's how it went. But yeah, I wanted her to kind of like turn on him. <laughs> I wanted That's- Becky to turn on him <laughs> that moment because I was just kind of like, I'm sick of this already. But yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So I think that covers our top three women. Yeah. Now, do you want to take charge of the and do your top three men now? Sure. Okay. So number three. So it took me kind of a while to pick. So I had like my number one easily, my number two easily, but number three was kind of like hard because I was just kind of like, who has really made an impact in 2019? And I know like this list is not like, so much of like who's like your favorite but it's like who's at the top and this is a wild card like kind of one but I think people will agree that I think that um (laughs) I think our truth should be number three because listen listen because like okay so him having that title the 24-7 like championship that has brought like so much like uh, people looking at Twitter and following and then looking at the storylines and it's just so much like it's funny but it's like so entertaining and like the good thing about wrestling is it's like it's so many different like aspects to it it's like different like storylines and all the characters are not the same so like him like <laughs> going to uh oh my gosh I want to say Rockstar Split but what is his name uh Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I had a story with him. And That's I what I knew about him, too. <laughs> but yeah, so like, yeah, so him like going to his wedding and stuff and going to like their honeymoon suite, like that stuff was so crazy to me that it was just so entertaining. So I feel like he should be number three because like at the, especially like the 24 champion or 24 uh, seven title came up during a time where wrestling was kind of like boring mm-hmm. and it wasn't like a lot of stuff going on. It was like a lot of the same like matches over and over and over again. And um, like, I just really think that he brings a lot of like um, entertainment to like raw and SmackDown. And then also like him having like Carmella too. So it's like, I kind of like their dynamics. I'm kind of waiting for her. Well, I don't, is he the champion right now or? I think he is champion right now. I think he did just win it back <laughs> on Raw or SmackDown. He, he changes so many times. <laughs> many it is times, hard. Yeah. yeah. 
for all we yeah. know, it just they posted a video on Twitter right now. And someone else talking, so yeah. exactly. But I'm ready for Carmella to um cash in, cash in, turn on him and take it. I don't know why I say cash in, cash in, <laughs> cash in on the 24/7. <laughs> but yeah, That's I definitely, crazy. I definitely agree with you because I mean the the 24/7 championship I thought was going to be a disaster when it first Me started. Too. When but I he, saw the belt, I was like, WTF. Yeah, that's, that's an ugly looking belt. Yeah. It is. But um, even Mick Foley, when he announced it, he can clearly tell that he, you know, thought it was pretty ugly. And he just, the <laughs> way he was talking about it, you could tell he just didn't look excited to announce it. But, and I, and I thought this title was just going to be people running around backstage doing silly stuff. But then they, they made it a storyline and they created mm-hmm. stars out of both R Truth and uh, Drake Maverick. Definitely. And, like, the whole wedding thing and the honeymoon thing. The honeymoon, uh, <laughs> that segment was my favorite. I mean, just in general, like, for a while, the 24-7 was, like, my favorite segment every week on Raw and SmackDown. And I still right. look, you know, entertained in it. I, th- I think it's kind of cooling off a little bit now, but it's just, yeah. it's entertaining. I mean, R-Truth is a very entertaining wrestler. and Absolutely. I feel like this title allows him to do that kind of stuff, rather than coming out and doing his seven second dance break with Carmella like he, they can actually do yeah. something a little bit more useful yeah I agree so who do you got number two um number two I have a Velveteen Dream so I feel like personally people might argue with me and say um Adam Cole is carrying NXT but I really feel like it's Velveteen Dream because like he's been carrying this title and he's just been working so hard and he's just so like just everything about him like his promo skills like his ring like psychology just everything about him I just think it's just it's so on point mm-hmm. and he's just a superstar and like he's so like when I can't remember if it was this year or last year where he had the tights on and it said call me up Vince and it was just like I don't bro. remember that but I know yeah. he does have interest in attire. Like he had, I think he had like Alistair Black on his pants one time when he was feuding with him. Yeah. Or something it's like little, that. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. He, he is definitely an interesting character though. Like I remember him from Tough Enough and I didn't really think that he was going to go far. Like just because you didn't really see, they didn't really work on characters. It was more so just, you know, you know doing like the workout stuff and the wrestling yeah. stuff and all that kind of stuff but like yeah. he's he's really come a long way and uh he's young he's very young last i, I could isn't he like 23 or something like that yeah he's like super i know he's younger than me he's super young yeah he he could definitely help carry nxt when it goes to usa and you know absolutely establish that and i think that's actually perfect for him because i was worried when he comes to the main roster how he will be booked because he kind of reminds me of uh tyler breeze like with his game oh yeah tyler breeze was over not as over as the velveteen dream but he was over in nxt and then he comes to the main roster and kind of went flat so i was worried about you know the velveteen dream you know if that would happen to him too but nxt is going to be in usa so that means he could stay there longer and be himself and still you know get the respect and all from the fans right 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 yeah, so I'm super behind him, and I'm just excited to see, like, you know, him on live TV, because I've seen him live wrestle a few times, and he's just, I can't cuss, he's just such an amazing, he's just a, a he's just a superstar, like, period, like, there's no debating, um, 
I just think he's great. I didn't always think he was great. This is like a new development and mm-hmm. probably the last, mm, since I think last year when I saw him at an Evolve show. But um, yeah. Yeah, like same with me. Like I didn't really care for him at first. He just kind of grew on me. Yeah. Not the first wrestler that's happened with. But yeah, sometimes you just don't, you know, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it. You just don't get attached <laughs> to a certain wrestler. Like, even like the Shield. I did not care for them at first when they first debuted, but then after time, uh-huh. I was a Shield fanatic. Like every wow. every pay per view, I would you know tag myself on Facebook watching it. My hashtag would believe in the Shield and all that. Oh, that's beautiful. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, so interesting character, and I mean, like I said, yeah. I, I've become a fan and with him within the last months. True. True. Same here. And uh, then my. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say like some <laughs> interested in who your number one is now. I kind of um, have a feeling on who it is. Uh, obviously it's Bray Wyatt. Um, oh shoot, I'm wrong. Little plug. Not not gonna get you know crazy or whatever. But um, I love him. Um, I I just love him. I've loved him since probably like the whole Wyatt family thing, and I love how he has like reinvented himself with this whole like fiend character. Mm-hmm. I was not, uh, I was a little confused with the little like uh, Firefly Playhouse thing. I fun was house. like, what is, Funhouse, whatever. <laughs> I was like, what is this? What is going on? I'm just not, I'm so confused. Like Mr. Rogers, I'm not here for it. <laughs> but when he started um, attacking people and stuff and uh, like his match, Oh, his match with Finn Balor, I don't... I have mixed feelings about that. Because yeah, it it's like, dang, Finn, really? Yeah, it could have <laughs> been it better. Had to, it could have been better, but it's still like... It's still like... Like, I guess... Took him to another level, and he needed to get the win. So, I love it. I love the theme music. I listen to the theme song, like, almost every day on repeat. I just love that theme. I don't know why. It's I love it. It's something about it. I love the theme song. I just like the whole, like, duality. I just mm-hmm. think it's so fire. And I'm just excited to see, like, where it's going to go and who, who his opponents are going to be um, and, like, who he feuds with. So, But I hope whoever, like, uh, is he currently in a feud right now? No, no, but there's rumor. I'm not gonna spoil for it, but there's rumors on a few that he could be, you know, engaging in sometime either today or tomorrow. Oh. I think, it, yeah, so it's something that might, I'm not guaranteeing it's just rumors, but yeah, something don't. he might attack someone today or tomorrow that will start a feud. Okay, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Okay. Just let me be a fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so yeah, so I think that whoever he feuds with next, I hope it lasts. You know, because it was, like, there was not really a lot of build-up with him and Finn, and then the match happened, and then, like, Finn went and got married, and, like, he's living his best life. Mm-hmm. I don't like his haircut, but whatever. This isn't about me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I just I'm, I just hope that they, like, build up a feud and, you know, keep it – have it be an actual feud and not just, oh, you know, he stalks somebody and then, like, they have a match. Like, no, build yeah. it up. I think Don't that was just the warm-up warm feud for him for SummerSlam, but I am really interested to see what they do with him because I am a big Bray Wyatt fan. I was I was a Same. big um, um, Wyatt family fan back, you know, years ago. 
and they they ruined him because the Wyatt family had so much momentum, and then they killed him at WrestleMania 30. Yeah. Cena going over mm, him. I know, but he this character has so much potential. I I've mentioned this before to people. I think they could do like a Mick Foley thing, or you know how Mick Foley had all these personalities. Yeah, they yeah, could do yeah, that yeah, with yeah, Bray yeah. Wyatt. Like I want to see him come out and wrestle as the Firefly Funhouse dude. You know, with <laughs> just, you know I want to see that. I want to see that, and then he comes out with the mask. Maybe yeah. they'll have another character in line for him, but I want to see yeah. the split personality thing. I think there's a lot of potential with the character. So much, so much, so much. And oh my gosh, one, yes. I did not think they even put on the list, but he is someone who's talked about every week. I mean, there's like a cult following for him on Twitter. Like you see all these people with the Bray Wyatt default pictures. And <laughs> it's kind of weird, yeah. but he has a following. And I mean, people are interested in him. So, I mean, he's absolutely, yeah. All right, so now for my top three, like, once again, I had to have someone from NXT, so I picked Adam Cole. Okay, I can get behind that 100. Adam Cole is very popular with, you know, the, your hardcore fans and all that, and uh, he he's just one of those wrestlers, you know, like Johnny Gargano, who he was recently feuding with. Everyone he gets in that ring with, it is fire. Mm-hmm. He has so many good matches, you know, Ricochet, um, Alistair Black, mm-hmm. and this trilogy with um, Gargano was freaking awesome. These I could watch these two right. forever. And what's funny is I listened to um, a podcast with Adam Cole on um, uh, Chase and Glory with uh, um, what's her name, uh, Lillian Garcia. Garcia, yeah. Yes, they are actually both really good friends in real life, so you could tell what the chemistry mm-hmm. they had, but. Adam Cole is amazing. The character, all and especially when they were doing that whole like Adam Cole baby tour yeah. celebration thing, like that. those segments were so good. We were going into like yes. pizza shop and all that. But yeah. Adam Cole was so entertaining. He is going to be WWE champion one day, no doubt about it. Like, this guy, he's down. short too. I didn't realize he's like five foot nine or something like that. <laughs> but what? yeah, like he had an interesting journey too. Like. Because he had mentioned that he tried out for WWE when he was like 19 and they turned him away. And and he said that benefited him so much because he was able to go to the independent circuit and become an yeah. athlete. Right. But impossible not to have him, you know, on this list for just for me since I wanted to put someone from NXT because he is NXT champion. He Facts. goes out there every week and just has a f- phenomenal match. Yes. So I had to have him on there. Number two. Seth Rollins. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave now. <laughs> <laughs> but like but with Seth Rollins, he has done something that really not many people have done. He has beaten Brock Lesnar twice. Not many people do that. He slayed the beast at WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. He's been Universal Champion majority of the year. And I mean he's Seth Rollins, I mean, he gets you so hyped. Every time, you know, he comes out, everyone's chanting to burn it down. Yeah. I will admit his storyline with Baron Corbin kind of sucked. <laughs> and I did not, like we mentioned, I did not like that whole Becky Lynch. And uh, trash. Thing. Mm-hmm. But he's Seth Rollins. I felt like I had to put him on here more so because of his, you know, success against Lesnar this year. Absolutely. Uh, but number one, I definitely, to me, this was a no-brainer for me. When I first started thinking about this video and who was going to be on my list he was immediately Mm -hmm. number one and that was Kofi Kingston he had 
the, in my opinion, the best and most entertaining storyline leading up to mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Yeah. It was it, – because the, the, the storyline felt so organic because he wasn't supposed to be where he is. He Facts. was not supposed to be in that match at WrestleMania. He, he um, got the Elimination Chamber spot because Ali got hurt. If Ali right. would have never gotten hurt, Kofi would not be in the spot. But, you know, when he took the spot, WWE put him in that gauntlet match on Raw, and he went through all those different competitors, and the fans just got behind him. And then they, I guess they decided, hey, let's do something like this at Elimination Chamber. So he had a good run there. And then that led to him being put into the title match at Fastlane, which they mm-hmm. ended up taking him out in favor of Kevin Owens. And it just created the whole underdog story. And they were doing the whole, this has been in the making for 11 years, all this kind of stuff. And like I said, it was just so organic because this right. wasn't planned. Oh my gosh. Cause yes. when WWE, sometimes when they plan things, they yeah. overthink it and just screw it up. This was just, just, just happened. And it was just, you know, so fantastic. Yes. And yeah. then his, his, uh, you know, win at WrestleMania just was a good, you know, feel good moment. Cause he had his, you know, kids and, his wife yeah. that was a great moment and then even after wrestlemania like i i did like it was a short storyline but his storyline with ko because i remember ko was like temporary <laughs> in the in the new day dancing with them but that was a good storyline <laughs> yeah kofi has been wwe champion for ever since wrestlemania the fans are still hot for him he's going yeah. out there and putting together great matches every pay-per-view and i mean i gotta give it to kofi you know even this storyline with uh randy orange really fun yeah i do i'm gonna say this now i do feel like his title run is probably gonna end that clash of champions probably i think you know and, I, and this is just me speculating but obviously next month they're going to or um, smackdown is going over to fox i think wwe's probably gonna want that title to be on like a mainstream star Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I love Kofi, but he's not really a mainstream star. So I think that Randy would yeah. probably take it. But kind of going back to Kofi, he's just had such a great year, and it's been one of my favorite storylines in years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, kudos to Kofi for taking advantage of you know the opportunity. Yeah, and being an underdog, like I always like rooting for the underdog. I don't know. I think that's just human nature. Yeah, I mean, the chase is yeah. always so fun. I was actually, yeah. I was hoping that they would have held off a little longer and made him chase longer because I was worried that, you know, when he would win it, I would lose a little interest. Yeah. But I remember saying, like, I was hoping that um, Luke Harper would return and cost him the mm. match at WrestleMania. So then Daniel Bryan would have both Rowan and Harper, and that would be Oh, like, yeah. Uh, and then they would do, like, a storyline with the New Day, and then eventually Kofi would win and then have a, his title. That's what, I didn't think about it like that. That's a good idea. But Yeah, I was expecting them to make him chase a little longer, but it still yeah. was just a great storyline. I mean, they yeah. brought, you know, they had Vince McMahon in the storyline. You know if Vince McMahon is in the storyline, <laughs> you know they really care about that wrestling. Exactly. Clearly Vince wanted to get Kofi over. And yeah. the whole Vince McMahon being the evil boss, just, it always works. Rather people like it, it does. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Damn, yeah, it was, it was kind of funny they were doing it. <laughs> but they, they had him in two different storylines at the same time because he was, you know, favoring Charlotte over Becky in that storyline on Raw. <sighs> so, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, I'm, I'm really you know, excited. Like, 
even though I feel like uh, Randy Orton will probably win, I'm still not set on it. So, I don't like Randy Orton. You don't like Randy Orton? No, I'm just... Uh, that's another That's another Randy. conversation. I don't at yeah, all. I actually, uh, I have a big old um, Viper tattoo on my back for Randy Orton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I got one. This was years ago when I got back into wrestling. Randy Orton was my favorite, but gotcha. I, I still love Randy Orton. He's a great character. But yeah, that wraps up our top three for um, WWE slash NXT, both men and female. I, I think this was definitely a fun episode, to be honest with you. It's always fun talking yeah. wrestling, especially talking about wrestlers individually and talking about like why we like them, how you know where they're at and all their yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and, uh, I do want to once again thank you for joining my show. I, I always appreciate anytime someone wants to take their time out of their day to come, you know, of course. do a podcast. Of course. And yeah, so um, just uh, remind everyone real quick about your podcast, just in case they didn't catch the beginning or anything. Okay. Uh, first, thank you so much for having me. Um, no I had so much fun. I love talking about wrestling. to talk about it all day long. Um, that's why I do on Twitter. But anyways, um, so my podcast is Fangirling with Phoenix, because if anybody knows me, <laughs> I'm a fangirl. Like, we're not going to get into that. Just go and listen to my podcast and you'll find out. But um. You can find me on Twitter at FGW Phoenix and um, follow me and I'll follow you back. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, definitely check her, uh, your, her Twitter out, everyone. I mean, um, she followed me, I followed back and then I wa- you know, listened to her episode. Pretty good. Um, you had your first ever guest on your show too, just recently. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a pretty interesting episode because I know um, right now it's just you on your show. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, uh, that's how I started out too here on OFH Wrestling. It was just me, and kind of gets boring, you know, talking yeah. to yourself. So that's when I started getting the idea of having people guess. Facts. facts. And then you know, yeah. I you know ended up asking my wife to co-host with me. So it it is nice, and it makes your in your videos a little bit longer and all that too. Yeah. So. But it's definitely fun. Um, hope sometime down the road you know i can get you to guest again yeah or you can guess on mine because you know on my podcast i'm ratchet so but you're welcome to come (laughs) just throw out the invite and i'll be there (laughs) okay cool all right once again thank you all for tuning in to o face wrestling make sure you follow me on twitter at o face wrestling and also look me up on uh facebook at o face wrestling as well we do have a page on there you can get updates nice. on coming up and um also on facebook i do have a group for o face wrestling where we talk and you know everything about wrestling so make sure you mm-hmm. join that too i'm trying to get that off the ground nice and, uh, yeah thank you very much phoenix for joining us today of course thank you thank you No problem.